worship. I appreciate talking about the name. I, I remember when we used to have a bumper sticker that we would put on the back of our car, the people of the name. Anybody remember those bumper stickers? The people of the name. And I know we've been accused of a lot of things, of being Jesus only. We've been accused of being, you deny the Father, you deny the Son. You deny the Holy Ghost, and none of that is accurate. And I know some people have, uh, you know, maybe uh, roughly, roughly said things like, you know, if you don't do it this way, you're you're destined for a bad place, and all of those kind of things. And I, I don't like uh, for uh, that to be the tact because I want people to fall in love with the revelation of who Jesus is. You should should have a revelation of who he is. And this morning I know probably it was uh, overwhelming to hear so many different prophecies and yet uh, to know and recognize that, you know, here we are, Uh, When we call on the name of Jesus, we are invoking the name of the Lord. We are saying the name of the Lord. I know we'll often say the Lord Jesus Christ, but when you realize what that means, just to be able to say in Jesus' name, just to be able to call on his name, to have boldness, to go into his presence, you know, and, and the name is so vital. I, I, I know, you know, I, I get tickled. I, I, I wish I, I, uh, I, I didn't all the time, but I, I, I get five to ten maybe, you know, fake phone calls. My, our, my, my phone number is out on publications of the church and, you know, and catalogs and all that kind of stuff. And whoever gets hacked and they, they either have property for me to buy or want to buy property or they want to sell me something or I, all, all the time. And I love it because they try to pronounce my name. And I usually don't help them. Sorry, I know I shouldn't. I should just hang up immediately, and I sometimes do, but sometimes I just let them struggle, you know. Uh, Mr. Shab, Shab, and they're waiting for me to say, and I just I let, leave them hanging, you know, because it's like you want to sell me something, you need to know how to say my name, at least my name. For nothing else, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, at least you ought to be. And, and they'll say, now, uh, how do you say that? And I said, well, you're doing good. Go ahead. And, and it's it's fun, you know. It's, and I probably shouldn't have that attitude. That's bad on my part. And I don't do it always. But at times it's just kind of fun to listen to them struggle because they're like, They've got my, my name, and they don't think about it until they hit, you know, call him, and, uh, and then they start in. And, and uh, occasionally you'll get one that's close, and I'll say, well, you're in the ballpark. 
have another go at it. And um, anyway, um, but the name is important. If I'm going to talk to someone, it's hard to say, you know, I want to sell you something. I want to know you. I want to, but I don't know the name. And so we talked this morning about uh, the name. This is somehow not jumping over to, um, uh, it's not showing up on mine. Anyway, um, go to slide 32, I think. Maybe that'll be the best. It's not showing up on my remote. It's, it's got, there it is. Oh, hallelujah. There it is. Maybe it'll work now. <clears throat> but I, I just wanted to draw your attention to one little thing. And, and, and I've got a few verses. But what's so exciting is when we go down in the name of Jesus. And I know it's the first of the year. And, and most of you have been buried in Jesus' name. And you understand the importance of the name and all those things. But when you go down, you are calling on the name of the Lord. That was what it was all about. Because that was the covenant God. That's who died for us, the covenant God. That's who Jesus is. He is the one that died for us. He's the one that established the covenant. And when you look, Matthew, the 27th chapter, and it's just a, an interesting little thing about the name, but there are, are some that, uh, scholars that believe that Barabbas' first name was Yeshua, just like Jesus. And here's why they say that. We think of Barabbas as simply being his first name, but it, it really isn't. When you study in the Hebrew, you will understand that Bar means the son of, you know, Simon Bar-Jonah. You remember that? Simon Bar-Jonah, son of Jonah. And so Abba... Anybody know what Abba is? They used to sing. It's not, I'm not talking about the singers. Father. So, Barabbas is son of the father. And so, the interesting thing where they developed this, the Bible doesn't tell us what his name was, first name, but is the way that Pilate addresses him because he has Barabbas, and then he has Jesus, which is called the Christ. And so you, you, when you look at that, it's like, he could have said, I'm going to release Yeshua or Yeshua. Well, that would have been tough call. And so why did he call him by his Barabbas, son of the father? And why did he specify Jesus was the Christ? Which is like saying, son of God. And whom shall I release? Barabbas or Jesus, which is called the Christ? And the chief priests and elders persuaded the multitude that they should ask Barabbas and destroy Jesus. And the governor said unto them, Whether of twain shall I release to you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said unto them, Then what shall I do with Jesus, which is called the Christ? Well, I've got a, a Yeshua, which is called Barabbas. 
son of the father, his father, whatever that name was, we guess Abba. He was named after the father. And then Yeshua, the Christ. And so the way it's written, it leads people to speculate. But if that is true, if that is true, if you had Jesus Barabbas and you had Jesus the Christ, it was almost like they both had the same first name. It was like what happened in the Old Testament when the priest on the Day of Atonement would come out with two goats. And one goat got released. And that was considered the scapegoat. The one that was offered as a sacrifice was the one that became the sweet-smelling savor, which is when the Jews were asking Here's two that almost have the same name. One is son of the Father. One is son of the Lord or of God. And both named Yeshua. And we're going to release one and we're going to kill one. That's what they were faced with. And they absolutely chose the right one. Because Barabbas could not die for their sins. He was already a sinner, but he could be released back into the wilderness and live his life knowing that one day someone took my place on a cross. I was destined for there, but somebody took my place. He lived with the understanding and the knowledge that there was another Yeshua that took his place. That's why when Paul wrote in Corinthians, he said, some of you say, I am of Paul, I am of Apollos, I am of Cephas, and I of Christ. And he asked the question, is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? And the answer to that question is no. Paul wasn't crucified for you. And then the next question is, were you baptized in the name of Paul? And the answer to that is no. We were baptized, how? In the name of Jesus. So when you look at Acts, Acts 2, Acts 8, Acts, where everywhere they baptized 10, 18, I mean, rather 19, when you go through and look, they all were baptized in the history book in the name of Jesus, and yet also the Corinthians there were baptized in Jesus' name because they were calling on the name of the Lord. Romans, the sixth chapter, he, he told them, oh, you, yep, know ye not that so many of us as were baptized, what? Into Jesus Christ. We're baptized into his death. We are therefore buried with him in baptism into death that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, hallelujah, must we also must walk in newness of life. For if we've been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. What a privilege to know that I went down in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the name of the Lord. Galatians 3. Paul also told the Galatians, for you are all children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. 
For as many of you as been baptized, how? Into Christ, have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, bond nor free, male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you be Christ, then are ye Abraham seed and heirs. So through the blood, we are ushered in to the same covenant power that the children of Israel have. In fact, we have now the Holy Ghost living within us. That's why he also wrote to the Colossians, buried with him in baptism. You are risen through faith in him through the operation of God who hath raised him from the dead. The Ephesians were baptized in Jesus' name in Acts the 19th chapter. In fact, in Philippians, the second chapter and the eighth verse, he said, being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things heaven and things in the earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Yahweh to the glory of God who hath raised him from the dead. I want to tell you something. One day the Jews are all, every eye shall behold him. And they're going to know who he is. And they're going to know what he did. When you, when you realize, in fact, it goes all the way back to when the angel first spoke to Mary and, and angel Gabriel there said, she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus for he shall save their people from their sins. What he had told the shepherds that same evening was, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you, this is what Zechariah had prophesied, there's going to be heathen that are understand and are called by his name. That's us, folks. You can say, well, I'm not heathen. Well, if you didn't have the Holy Ghost, you would be. You're a Gentile. He said, the angel said, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Yahweh, Christ Jehovah. And what's so amazing about that is that Jesus himself told the story of a good shepherd that would leave the 90 and 9 and go look 
for the one lost sheep. But there's only this story that tells about the shepherds leaving all the flock to go meet Christ the Lord. They left all their flocks. They were guarding them. But something so wonderful had happened that they left them all to go see a babe that was born, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a man. Aren't you glad you know who he is? Aren't you glad you've been buried in his name? Oh, I know. You say, well, Pastor, I know all about that. I know. You know what? It is important to know. We sang it tonight. You know, I've got all kind of good songs, but I grew up with old, old songs like, I once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me. Anybody remember that song? And then a little light from heaven filled my soul. When you've gone down in the name of Jesus, when you can come all of a sudden, it's like a light goes on. And, and, and people that unfortunately have not got a revelation of who he is, I feel bad for him because it's like you can show him but until the light comes on, it's just like the Jews that looked and said, give us Barabbas. We'd rather have this guy than that one. And they thought they were getting rid of him. What they didn't realize is they were walking right into the plan of God. He was ready to shed his blood. Let's stand. Hallelujah. Do you know Jesus. In fact, let's come. Let's stand. And-